to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love You know, the C in RNC doesn't stand for committee. It stands for cult. It's not the Republican National Committee. It's the Republican National Cult. That is the only way you can explain how the grand old party would come to the conclusion that people who engaged in rampant mob violence, urinated, defecated, desecrated the Capitol, brutally beat up police officers, seriously injured more than 140 police officers lost their lives as a result of the events of january 6 and the cult says it's legitimate political discourse they've come to that conclusion because they continue to bend the knee to the former twice impeached so-called president donald <laughs> trump Ronna McDaniel should be ashamed of herself. What makes herself? What makes it worse? What makes it worse is that our Republican colleagues blah, blah, here blah, blah, in the Capitol refuse to denounce blah, 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 blah. because they're part of the cult as well. You know the C. Oh no, Hakeem Jeffries. <laughs> Look, Hakeem Jeffries will never amount to even a heat pimple on the crack of Donald Trump's you-know-what. So you can put that where it belongs, Hakeem Jeffries. Calm down. You're not going to be anything. You're not going to be the Speaker of the House. You're not going to be the Speaker of the House with Nancy around, without Nancy around. 
Okay, you can stop being the little lap dog. Nobody's afraid of you. Coming out and putting that kind of rhetoric out only makes us laugh at you because of how incredibly silly you actually sound and how incredibly ignorant and stupid you actually uh, sound. The twice impeached so-called president and the twice acquitted best president. <laughs> what a loser. What a loser that guy is. You know, he never follows up the twice impeached but twice acquitted. Yeah, twice impeached but twice acquitted. And you know what? There's a little part of that I agree with. The GOP is nothing but, well, he said the the RNC, right? The Republican National Cult. Hey, I don't disagree with you on that one. I think there's plenty of rhinos in there that are a cult that need to be gone. But the funny thing about it is, is Hakeem Jeffries wasn't really talking about the RNC or the GOP. He was literally talking about the GNP and trying to tie us together when the moron doesn't even know that we want to purge our own party as well of people like him. And he's mad that we are rhino hunting so very much that his uniparty Republicans are no longer going to be allowed to do their bidding. We already know that the GOP is infiltrated. We're going to be talking about that today. We've known that for a long time. Why do you think we're going after our own harder than we're going after you right now? It's because we need to, we need to dilute this already disgusting swamp of a Republican Party, and we need to put real people in there with real spines and real courage so that we can come after you with a full force. And that's what's going to be happening. We've not even begun to come after you yet, Hakeem Jeffries. We've not even begun to come after you, Joe Biden and cackling Kamala Harris. We've not even begun to set our sights on the big D, which is the Democrats who think we live in a democracy. Oh no, we're draining the rhinos first, and then we're coming after you. So don't, so don't, don't, uh, don't, uh, don't get every, get all your anger out now. Oh no, you might want to reserve a little bit of that. You might want to reserve a little bit of that crying. Oh, we got to keep President Trump away at any means, any means possible. So we got to use the words like insurrection and deadly and hurt our police officers. Maybe you should be directing that crybaby uh, rhetoric towards the FBI. Maybe you should be uh, directing that crybaby rhetoric to your uh, to your master, uh, Stretch Face Armstrong, Punch Drunk Pelosi. They are the ones that caused all of this, not us. Maybe you ought to be directing that anger to each state who used coronavirus to put in drop boxes everywhere and count mail-in ballots for 70,000 weeks after the uh, the election. Oh, but you don't want to direct your anger at your own party for doing all of this. You want to direct your anger at Donald Trump because he came to stop all of that. Oh, twice in peace, so-called president. And what are you? What are you? What have you ever done? Nothing. Nobody even knows who you are, even though people are talking about you possibly becoming the Speaker of the House. Still nobody knows who you are. My four-year-old knows who Donald Trump is, and he's not even the President of the United States right now. Well, at least not on paper. (laughs) What a loser. Anyway, folks, you're locked and loaded right here, live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. From the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, this is February 9th, year of our Lord, 2022. And we have a long fight ahead of us, but you know what? We're also wearing that armor of God, as you can see. So no weapon formed against us will ever prosper. I don't know about the rest of the people, but no weapon formed against us will ever prosper. And the only reason that you prospered 
in 2020, cheated, prospered, however you want to call it, is because the majority of the Republican Party that we are now getting rid of did absolutely nothing to fight. Absolutely nothing. At all. And we're going to be rhino hunting like crazy today. So I hope you have your permits. I hope you have your rhino passes. I hope you're loaded, locked and loaded and ready to go today because we're going to be rhino hunting all day long. We're going to be rhino hunting all the live long day, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I'd like to give a shout out real quick, if I could, to Jeremy Ledbetter. Sent me an Instagram message, one of the Instagram messages I was uh, able to see this morning as I was trying to answer a few people I could. Um, And he said, hey, man, can you give me a shout out today? I said, of course. He goes, I hope you see this. I hope you see this, uh, this story. I hope you're going to be reporting on that. I said, I did. Two days ago. <laughs> I know there's a lot of shows getting pumped out of here. A lot of content now that we got a producer as well, pumping out clips all over the place, all over social media. But uh, I, I appreciate the fact that we're all on the same page and that we're all looking for the same stuff. That's the important part, folks. Being on the same page and looking for the same things. Okay. Uh, Lynn says, I'm ready to hunt here in Northwest Ohio. Um, I also, before we do some shout outs, folks, hold on, hold on to your shout outs. I want to ask permission to send $250 from the slurp fund to the truckers convoy. Now that they have an actual, uh, donation site, that's not going to steal it from them. Um, I've been holding off on this because I did not want to go through GoFundMe. Now that they actually have a reputable give, send, go donation site, I would ask, I'd ask to, uh, ask permission to take $250 out of the Slurp Fund and send it to the truckers. I think it's the least we can do to help fight. I wish we could send more, but we really got to make sure that that Slurp Fund has always got something in it to help out. So if you guys do not mind, uh, let me know in the comment section, whether it's on Rumble or whether it is on uh, Getter. Let me know if that's something that, uh, that you want me to do or not, and if so, we'll get it right out to them. Um, also, I'm going to be sending 300 from the... Um, from the Slurp Fund to Heather Osborne. She should be on here as Osborne H. Um, she is really, really, really far behind. She needs she needs some help. And I know a lot of people need some help. And I know I've missed some messages where people are asking for help. I'm trying to get there, folks. We're just, we're really getting caught up on a lot of things that you don't see in front of camera. Uh, but behind camera, trust me, we're getting there. Um, it looks like every there's not a single no in here to not send any money to the uh to the truckers. So, uh, thank you guys very much. I just wanted to make sure that I asked that permission. Um, now as far as staying within our family and with people who need help, um, I, I think you guys have given me your best, uh, your trust to, to use my best judgment. And we're going to send 300 to Heather Osborne again. She needs some help and we have to, uh, we have to help each other out. So that'll be 550 coming out of the slurp fund, uh, to go towards good, you know, good deeds and to help people out. So uh, just wanted to give you guys that update here this morning. And we are now, folks, almost 90%. We're, jo- we're almost 90% of the way to our monthly uh, donation goal on the new donor site where I'm allowed to be able to keep, uh, where I'm able to keep track and budget and all that. Um, and for all those that are sending checks and decided, you know, we're not going to do it digitally, that's okay too. That's fine too. Just make sure you send your phone number with it so I can give you a call once in a while, Okay. All right, guys, I appreciate that. I appreciate the permission to do that. Thank you so very much. Let's do some live shout-outs real quick. Before you uh, tell me on Rumble who you are and where you're from, let's go over to Getter. We're going to do live shout-outs on Getter first this morning because it looks like Getter was working. There was a couple times there last week it didn't work, and I apologize. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, But let's do some live shout-outs to Nick Ratliff over there. How you doing, my brother? Good to see you. Haven't said your name in a while. I hope you're doing well. 
Finally catching a live show, he said. God bless. Barb, how you doing? Good to see you. Barbeev? Barbev? Anyway, I'm just going to call you Barb. Good to see you. Russ Prisendine is watching on Getter. God bless you, sir. Vicki Vale, how you doing? Nancy, how you doing? Good to see you, Nancy. Keith Day. Uh, Dixie from the great state of Texas. Joe Demers. Rona. Uh, Rona. <laughs> the Rona. Ronan Park, how you doing, my friend? Shirley. Good to see you. Thank you from Central PA. I, I appreciate you joining in. Uh, Tootsie from North Kakalaki in the house. Come on and raise up. Take your shirt off, spinning around your head like a helicopter. That's an old hip-hop song. You probably all don't know about that. Anyway, from North Kakalaki, how you doing? Please, ladies and gentlemen, we need 1,000 shares between Rumble and Getter, okay? And I never want to forget, folks, I never want to forget the Roku and the Fire Stick digital TV family who can't comment. We love you. Thank you for watching. You are thought of constantly, as much as I don't shout you out because I don't see your names. We do love you. All right, let's go to Rumble now, folks. Light it up. Light them up, folks. Let me know who you are and where you're from, and I'll try to keep up as best as I can. Ricky, God bless you. You're not that old. No, <laughs> I don't know if you're talking to me. I said I feel it. Uh, Hillary, how you doing? Uh, Sophia, Becky, uh, Trinette from Texas, how you doing? Gene from Clearwater. Hey, God bless those donations coming in. I appreciate that. We're going to put them towards the truckers into good use. If we, have, if we end up racking up more money, we'll send more. Okay, Judy from crazy Illinois, (laughs) you are not wrong on that one. Debbie from Arizona, she says, never give a shout out. Well, you got a shout out today, Debbie, God bless. Sarah Green, good to see you, God bless. Thank you very much for joining in today. Hillary, I see it going really fast. I don't know what you're trying to say because it's going too fast. Carol from Pennsylvania, how you doing? Donald, Bumble, good to see you. Linda from Wisconsin, Christine from OHIO. Sing happy birthday to an eight-year-old. I don't see his name. Let me just see if I can see it here. It's going too fast, folks. I don't know his name or her name. Hold on. Let me see if I can get it. It's going too fast. You guys stop talking for a minute. <laughs> I can't get it. It won't, let, it won't even let me scroll backwards. That's the worst part of this. It won't even let me scroll backwards. If anybody can put the name of the eight-year-old. Little boy or little girl. Chris from Nashville, how you doing? Good to see you. Victoria from Pennsylvania. It looks like Sophia is the girl's name who's eight years old, if I'm not wrong, right? Guys, let me know. Linda from Texas, how you doing? Tom from Wisconsin, thank you very much. Darlene from Michigan joining in. And I want to get this eight-year-old's name before we stop. Yes, it is Sophia. Yes, it is. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sophia. Happy birthday, you little eight-year-old, to you. You're going to be driving pretty soon. God bless you, little girl. Hope you have a wonderful day. I know you got great family, great parents, if they want people to shout out your birthday. And eight years old. Wow, what was I doing when I was eight years old? I don't think anybody wants to know that. So we'll stay right away from that. Okay, folks, here we go. Um, Let's get to the verse of the day. We're 14 minutes past the hour. I appreciate the conversation this morning. Express your love by your actions, not your words. That was the title of this morning's newsletter. Express your love by your actions, not your words. I'm going to read everything that I wrote this morning, so bear with me. I just want to remind you that tomorrow's show will air at 5 p.m. and 10 p.m. only. 5 p.m. online here on Rumble and everywhere else just like we're normally used to, and 10 p.m. on Real America's Voice News. There will be no morning show tomorrow. Let me repeat, no morning show 
tomorrow. Friday, there will be a morning show, but it is the Friday evening off, so there will be no Friday show. Both of those shows will be in a live forum like you see right now. Even though I won't be here, you'll still be able to talk to each other, and if anybody wants to... uh, continue to donate to anybody or anything uh, during the show, they can, they can still do that, okay? So tomorrow night and Friday morning, all right? And then Monday, it'll be an 11 o'clock show. Uh, like usual, I get back on Monday evening, and then I'll be back in the studio on Tuesday. But then I travel to South Carolina, folks, on Thursday. I'll be doing the show from the road, or I'll have a fill-in here. Don't worry. Uh, We won't miss shows. Uh, But I will be traveling to South Carolina on Thursday for a special event with Real America's Voice News and Pastor Burns. Okay? Um, And then, obviously, I will do the show on the road while producer is here. Producer Eli is here in the studio on Friday. So I just want to kind of give you guys that uh, that background or the, uh, the, the future plans so that you guys know what's happening with the show, okay? We will still release things. We'll still do morning newsletters. I'll still release clips and shorts. Um, but I just ask you guys all to bear with me. Every time I usually go on the road or go away, it seems like people leave the show and never come back. But I just ask to bear with me uh, while we... Uh, while we have a, the, the, a kind of a rough next week and a half um, with doing shows on the road and doing shows here. All right, let's get to the verse of the day. Express your love through your actions, not your words. Verse of the day is 1 John 18 through 20. And it says, Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Our actions will not, or excuse me, our actions will show that we belong to the truth. So we will be confident when we stand before God. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings, and he knows everything. Amen. We've heard the saying, actions speak louder than words. Where do you think that comes from? The Bible, of course. Like most sayings, morals, and actions in this world, even the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, And the founding documents, like the Federalist Papers, took their cues from the Bible. Why? It's the only living, breathing, never-changing word of God, folks, and the God who spoke the entire universe into existence. Now, there's a lot of deception out there. More than people and things that are actually genuine, to be honest with you. Even Jesus said there would be many counterfeits out there pretending to be him. There's fake money, there's fake gold, fake profiles, fake people, fake news, fake fear, fake illnesses, fake promises, and so on and so on. A lot of the time, the real and the fake look exactly alike. However, there's always a way to discern between the precious and the ordinary. Listen to the Holy Spirit that dwells within you. People say, go with your gut. That really means listen to your Holy Spirit. It's easy to say you love somebody, but how do you treat them? That is the test that distinguishes between God's love from all counterfeits. Make sure you love others and treat them as Jesus would. In his holy name we pray, amen. And folks, I think we could all use a little bit of, uh, I think we could all take a little bit from that, don't you? I mean, even myself. I mean, I spend my day uh, doing news and researching and stuff, but I also do a lot of picking on people and stuff. And and I will say it's never out of ill will. It's never out of ill will that I do that. But I think we can all take cues from that. I think we can all take a lesson from that as we move forward throughout the rest of today and the rest of this week. And just maybe we'll even change a little bit more for the better because none of us are perfect and all of us have growth to do. That's the great thing about God.
That's the great thing about God. Ladies and gentlemen, please remove your hats if you are wearing one anyways. If you're not, well, then you don't have to remove anything. But you do have to put all of your attention, all of your focus, all of your love, and all of your prayers on God. Focus on the cross and focus on those in our family who need help, who need positivity, and who need prayer. Okay? Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, pay no attention to anybody who claims to be or you think might be a troll in any of our social media um, platforms. The more you feed astray, the more they keep coming back. We will get rid of them one by one when we can. Until then, we're all adults here. We all know how to ignore pestering little brats crying out for attention, and the best we can do is pray for them. Amen? All right, I'm ready for the first and foremost section. I'm fired up, folks. Cups up. Put your cups up, and let's slurp to start out the show. Here we go. Mmm. Mmm-mm-mm. I know that slurping probably bothers some trolls, too, so uh, we'll make sure we constantly do things to annoy them just a little bit. Here we go. First and foremost section of the day. Has the entire GOP been infiltrated? That's a good question. That is a great question. Has the entire GOP been infiltrated? I think they have. I think the answer to that question is yes, I think they have. Now, Ohio, the Ohio GOP is the latest Republican-led state to kick the can down the road on redistricting and literally give Democrats more seats in the legislature, and they don't even have to. This, ladies and gentlemen, is how they're going to try to steal the election in 2022. The redistricting. They know they can't steal it with coronavirus, which is why you see Joe Biden and all these blue states easing up on their COVID restrictions. They're only just going to kick it back down to the states, and the states are going to try to keep pushing forward anyway, but they want to make Joe Biden... The resident sniffer and thief look like a white knight. They want to make him look like I defeated coronavirus and now I'm giving you back your freedoms. Oh, thank you, but no thank you. I never gave them to you. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that did, but I didn't. So you're not doing anything for me. They know they can't cheat with coronavirus. Coronavirus is going to be dead and gone by the November midterm elections. You want to know why? Because they can't use it politically anymore. They just can't. The studies are starting to catch up with all of their tyrannical actions. All of these studies from around the world by prominent doctors, by, by uh, prominent virologists, they're all starting to stack up against COVID. Now, you'll see, like I said, some people will hang on to it like Trudeau because he's a dictator who does not want to be embarrassed. But in the United States of America, our government, the way things work is much different than everywhere else. It's not really a top-down, trickle-down power system. 
it's a trickle up, if anything. The power belongs to we the people. So it's very different here than it is everywhere else. Here they have to start loosening the restrictions because they know that they can't use them to win an election anymore because of the fact that all of these election security laws were passed in all of these states. 21 states now, over 40 election security laws put into place so they can't do this. So they can't do this anymore. This is huge. I knew that was going to be the case. I knew, ladies and gentlemen, this was going to be the case, that they were not going to be able to use coronavirus to cheat. That's why I said, and everybody was going, I don't see people in handcuffs. Uh, handcuffs. This isn't fast enough. We don't see a decertification yet. We don't see an overturning of the 2020 election yet. But what we did see, like I said, is 21 states passing over 40 election security laws to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Now, this is the proactiveness that we should have seen in 2020. We should have saw this coming. President Trump was tweeting about it every day. So how in the H-E double hockey sticks did anybody not see it coming in 2020? President Trump said they were going to use coronavirus to cheat and steal. President Trump said they were going to use it with mail-in ballots. And mail-in ballots were how they were going to steal the election. President Trump said that these machines are connected to the internet. We knew how they were going to cheat, but we weren't proactive. Now we know how they're cheat going to cheat again. And if we're not proactive as a Republican Party, if we don't cleanse this Republican Party as soon as humanly possible, then we're not going to get a chance to be proactive and we're going to be reactive once again. We know how they're going to try to steal the election in 2022 and 2024, and it's the redistricting. It is the redistricted maps that the GOP is just giving to the Democrats. Yesterday, we highlighted the show me state of Missouri which we'll be talking about again after this story that I bring to you right now out of OHIO, what is going on with Ohio Republicans. We can stop this. We can stop this right now. Literally, we have the power and the numbers legally and officially to stop this in our state legislature right now. And these no-good rhino uniparty morons are just letting the Democrats walk all over them. So you have to ask the question, is the GOP completely infiltrated? Quick answer, yes. The GOP is infiltrated, which is why we have been working hard to create the GNP. Let me just, let's just go to the story. Let's go to the story. I mean, I read through this and I read through, a diff- I read through about three different uh, takes on this. And every one of them seem to be the same, that we, yes, have been infiltrated. On Monday night, Senate Republicans in Missouri voted down an attempt to create a map of congressional districts that would place the state in a 7-1 Republican hold. As you know, we reported on this yesterday and gave the names. 14 Republicans joined all state Democrats to defeat the bill. And I called on everybody that lives in Missouri and outside of Missouri to screenshot those names And your homework was to get the names, addresses, email addresses, and phone numbers of each one of these representatives so that we could light them up. So that we could light them up. It's going to be on us now, folks. We know how to do it. We know how to light them up. And we know lighting them up actually works. So we just got to do it. We got to take matters into our own hands. Okay. now, while Republicans in several states, including Missouri, are giving up congressional seats to Democrats, the Democrats 
are absolutely vicious, like rabid dogs in their attempts to reshape maps that give them every possible seat imaginable in blue states and in red states. Ohio Senate Republicans gave up their redistricting vote too. They didn't even try to pass the new map. This will kick the process to the bipartisan Ohio Redistricting Commission, and guess what's going to happen there? Guess what's going to happen there? Now, an update on the Ohio redistricting. House Speaker Bob Cupp, C-U-P-P, a Republican, has said the legislature won't even try to pass the new map. This will kick the process to the bipartisan Ohio Redistricting Commission, which has until March 15th to draw a new map. We have until March 15th to get on these people like flies on cow dung and let them know not happening. We're going to make them famous. You ever see that show, uh, the movie Young Guns? Emilio Estevez? Yoo-hoo, I'll make you famous. That's what Life from America is all about in 2022. As far as rhino hunting, yoo-hoo, I'll make you famous. Hey, um, if the producer is uh, listening to the show right now, which he should be and monitoring the chat, uh, he should know that uh, we need a sound bite that says, Yoo-hoo, I'll make you famous. Ohio Republicans hold a 25 to 8 advantage in the Ohio Senate. 25 to 8. That is how much we have, and we're giving it all up to the Democrats. The Ohio House has a 61 to 38 Republican advantage, and they didn't even try to didn't even try to protect the Republicans in the state moving forward with elections. This is how absolutely infiltrated we've become these republicans refuse to stand with their voters and this is happening all over the country just look at arizona look at georgia look at it look at the officials that in 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 the 2020 election at some point we have to ask have the democrats infiltrated the republican party in red states and the simple answer to that is yes they have so the only thing that's going to take that back the only thing that's going to reverse that change course on that is us lighting them up finding out who they all are getting down all of their names each one of us live in a different state we could do this we could have all of this database compiled literally by the end of this week Every state legislature, every state senator in that state, find out who they are, find out the way they voted, find out which ones put their tail between their legs, find out which ones decided to be cowards, and light them up. Make them famous, because I guarantee you they don't think the world knows who they are. They just know that the, ref- the world refers to them as Ohio legislature, Ohio House representative, Ohio state senator. How about we go further than that and say John Doe or Jane Doe, 555-555, whatever the number is. How about we do that? How about that is the action item of the week here on Live from America? It's the only way we're going to get it done. We have to be unified We have to be on the same page, and we have to be absolutely ruthless, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not talking about calling for violence. I'm not calling for violence when I say be ruthless. I'm saying be so dedicated, so loyal, and so on focus, laser focused, that you don't take no for an answer, and you don't leave without a win under your belt. That's what I'm calling for. Amen?
Mimos says voted yesterday for mayor, had to show an ID and sign. Well, look at that. Look at that. Not very hard, is it? Anyway, folks, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about there's, a, there's an update that actually we do have an update for Missouri and what's happening in Missouri. Now, we talked about this yesterday. We talked about how the Republicans just kind of rolled over and put their bellies up and just let the Democrats walk all over them. All right. Well, check this out, because this actually happened last night into the late night hours. Several conservative Republicans did not give up in Missouri last night. Last night, several Missouri Senate Republicans held a filibuster to block the Rhino Democrat bill to give Democrats extra seats in the U.S. House of Representatives. Senator Bob Onder was live streaming the filibuster on his Facebook page. So if you go to Senator Bob Onder's Facebook page, I cannot, I'm banned for life. But let me give you the spelling of his name. It's B-O-B, Bob. If you don't know how that, then you probably shouldn't even try to go do anything. Onder, O-N-D-E-R. That is O-N-D-E-R. Go to his Facebook page, Senator Bob Onder, and check out his Facebook page, uh, his Facebook post, his live stream last night on the filibuster. Now, because I can't go on there, I did not see the outcome of that. All I know is it was happening. Now, Senator Onder wants all of the St. Charles County in one district because St. Charles County in Missouri is a deep, deep red area outside of St. Louis. Okay? And I want you guys to all go and check that out. You'll not only see the live stream, but you'll also see the official documents and the Republicans that actually stood up and said, we're not going to have this. Those are the Republicans that we need to rally around. Those are the Republicans that we need to donate to, call and see if we can help out, see if we can volunteer to do anything they need us to do. Look, if we can't be in these positions to make these decisions and to be in these positions of power, if we're not there yet or we're not ever going to be there, there are ways that we can help those who are in those positions, like rally around them. Like, think about it like this. If I were to run for the... um, For the United States Congress, and I was a representative from the state of New Hampshire, wouldn't you guys rally around me to get things done because I'm there and I'm your point, I'm your point of contact, I'm your ambassador of the people to the United States House of Representatives, to Congress? That's what we need to do. We need to, we need to find these people that we trust and we need to rally around them. I can promise you, you will make more waves. You will get more done and you will achieve, you will achieve more of your goal if you actually get behind the people that you trust that have these seats. Because they can get things done, and they're the ones that actually listen and bend an ear to the people that they represent. They're not politicians. They're public servants. So again, ladies and gentlemen, I ask you, I'm attempting to say hi to everyone. I can't go as fast with all the names, says Miss Bunky. Well, how you doing, Miss Bunky? Uh, I ask all of you guys to go to Bob Onder's Facebook page. Watch that live stream from last night. Again, it was a filibuster, so it was most likely very long. But I'd like you to go out and, and, and read the names of the people on this document that actually signed and, st- and stood up for the state of Missouri, okay? These are action, action, action items, folks. As far as the redistricting, we have to stay on top of this. If we're not proactive against this now, we're going to find ourselves being reactive and being spending another whole year trying to find out, well, how did they cheat? How did they cheat? They redistrict so that there was no Republicans that could ever win in these states. They know the states have the power, Why do you think so many high-profile Democrats are leaving? Because they know they're they're too high-profile. They know they're not going to be elected again. 
they're running, they're trying to avoid a sinking ship. But the low-profile Democrats, the ones that the world doesn't know their names, those are the ones that the Democrat parties are using right now. And the DNC, those names are the ones that they're using that nobody knows about, and they're redistricting so they can get them elected because they know the power always came from the states. This is another way that they're trying to steal power from the people by cheating at a state level. So let's not be stupid this time around, okay? Let's not be stupid. Somebody asked if there's an update on the truck convoy for America. Yes, there is an update, but I'm not going to talk about that update right now. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag just in case they're trying to keep things on a hush-hush. But there, is an, there are organizers already pushing things together. And from what I understand... From what I understand, it's going to be region by region, not all descending in one spot. Region by region. We have too big of a country to do, you know what I mean, from all from one spot to one location. But if they do region by region and they go to these places that really, really will make the government bend their knee, that might work. But again, I don't want to talk about that right now um, until, until that's supposed to be discussed. We'll put it that way. Okay. All right, folks, since it's rhino hunting season, since you guys are locked and loaded here on Live from America, since you have an updated rhino hunting pass, this might be the biggest rhino of them all. We might have found the big, actually, no, not we might have. We definitely have found the biggest rhino. I've spotted him, ladies and gentlemen. He's not too far away. All you got to do is put your, your metaphorical rhino sights Right to the camera, right to your TV right now, because you're about to uh, you're about to take a shot. Here we go. Well, let me give you my view of what happened January the 6th, and we're all, we're here, we're here. We, we, we saw what happened. It was a violent insurrection for the purpose of trying to prevent the peaceful transfer of power after a legitimately certified election from one administration to the next. That's what it was. With regard to the suggestion that the RNC should be in the business of picking and choosing Republicans who ought to be supported, uh, traditionally the view of the National Party Committees is that we support all members of our party, regardless of their positions on some issues. Do you have confidence in her, Ronald McDaniel, as chairwoman of the committee? Uh, I, I do, but the, the issue is whether or not the RNC should be sort of singling out members of our party who may have different views from the majority. That's not the job of the RNC. Traditionally, uh, President Trump uh, was part of of the deadly insurrection. You want to know, do you want to know what Mitch McChina, sorry you couldn't hear it by the way, I had the video all the way up, but when you don't have a bottom jaw, it's kind of hard to hear and understand what you're saying there, Mitch McChina. Now, what Mitch McChina was doing just right there was he was sticking up for yellow Teletubby Liz Cheney, one of his best friends, right? Because they're all part of the Uniparty, right? Dick Cheney and Mitch McChina probably went on a hunting trip together, and Dick Cheney actually misfired and blew off the bottom half of Mitch McChina's face. That might be what happened. I don't know. 
Long story short, what he was doing right there, folks, is he was sticking up for Liz Cheney. He was sticking up for little action figure Adam Kinzinger, which, by the way, did you see him yesterday? Did you see him get all puffed up and tough on MSNBC? They said President Trump might be calling in to some kind of committee for questions for the January 6th unselect committee. There might be some kind of a, uh, an audio conversation with President Trump. And so they asked little action figure Adam Kinzinger what he's going to say to President Trump. And he said, I'm going to tell him what a two-bit snake oil salesman wannabe president he ever he's, he, he, that he was and how he'll never, ever be this patriotic I don't even know what he said because it was just so funny watching this little chihuahua get all worked up and start biting at the pant legs of Donald J. Trump but anyway, getting back to the rhino here, this rhino was just defending yellow teletubby Liz Cheney now let me ask you a question let's see how well you guys have been paying attention to live from America over the last year outside of them being rhinos and outside of them being corrupt and outside of them being part of the swamp what does Mitch McChina and Liz Cheney have in common come on come on let me see some answers what does the chinless wonder <laughs> What does the chinless wonder and the yellow Teletubby actually have in common? You ready for this? Here we go. Both of their spouses make millions of dollars from the CCP. That is how you know, ladies and gentlemen, who they work for. That's how you know who they work for, because they say the same stuff. Did not Mitch McChina just say that pretty much the same exact stuff as Hakeem Jeffries said in the cold open of this show? Sounds about right, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's break it down for you. We already know that Mitch McChina, his wife, is the daughter of Chinese largest shipping companies. She's the daughter of the president of China's largest shipping company that is completely operated and maintained and run by the CCP. That's Mitch McChina's wife. And now, ladies and gentlemen, China, let's move over to China and talk about Cheney, okay? As Cheney stood at the podium, talking all of her crap about President Trump and the insurrection and a violent insurrection, uh, her husband, Philip Perry's law firm, was cashing in on legal and lobbying work that his employer, Latham and Watkins, one of the largest law firms in the world, was doing for a host of Chinese companies, some of which were involved in the kind of activity that Cheney was warning had to be stopped. So while they're pointing their fingers at the bad, 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 look at the boogeyman, look at the orange man, bad, MAGA, 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 ah, insurrection, insurrection, she's actually raking in money from the same people that she's saying that she is against. All of LW's work discussed in the article was legal, and Perry didn't work directly for any of these accounts, but as a partner of the firm, he benefited and profited from all of the firm's work, which calculated tens of millions of dollars for the firm anyway. Now, Perry's firm, now Perry is Cheney's husband, works for Chinese entities and countries whose human rights abuses and authoritarian rule have troubled the United States for years, or at least the Republicans anyway. The Democrats don't seem to give a rat's you-know-what. And seems to conflict with his wife's frequent calls for America to stand up to the autocratic regimes like China. Well, if you stand up to the autocratic regimes like China, then how are you, Liz Cheney, going to make any money? 
It's all for show, folks. They're liars. Every time they open their mouth, lies are coming out. The dynamic is one familiar uh, to longtime observers of Washington, D.C., a power couple calling out the very behavior from which they benefit. Just like that congresswoman who was approached by that citizen journalist in Washington, D.C. and said, hey, don't you and your husband have like a massive Chinese operation where you're pumping out massive amounts of material in sweatshops from China and you're making a massive profit? And she just scurried along with her mask on, pretending like there's nobody that can hold her accountable. That's where these guys are all wrong, though. It's the kind, it's, it's the kind of say one thing, do another that Americans hate in Washington. That's why we call it the swamp. Former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows said Tuesday, Liz Cheney will have a lot of explaining to do to Wyoming voters. Look, Wyoming voters don't give a flying you-know-what that Liz Cheney is making money from China. They care that she actually went against their wishes. That's what they're really mad about. You did something that we said not to do and you did it anyway and now you're censured. You're not only censured by Wyoming Republicans, you are now censored by the entire RNC. Can you imagine waking up every day as Liz Cheney knowing that your constituents hate you, the country hates you, and your father shot off the jaw of the guy that just got done praising you? Imagine waking up every day and looking at this in the mirror. Would you be happy? Would you be happy if you woke up every day and saw this looking back at you? I sure wouldn't be. I'd be like, ah! (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we got a Dumb Dumb Award to give away. I think we got a Dumb Dumb Award to give away. But for some reason, I can't seem to find my Dumb Dumb Award sound. So we're just going to give it away anyway. How about this? Bump, bump, ba-bum. There you go. Liz Cheney, Mitch McChina, you guys get the Dumb Dumb Award for thinking that we're not going to be able to dig up your financial records. Come on, man. Don't be so stupid. Anyway, moving on from that rhino, let's talk about another rhino. You guys got your rhino hunting uh, permits, so we're going to keep going. Arizona House Speaker and Trader Rusty Bowers, who we talked about the other day, said this, quoted, Mr. Fincham's, talking about Mark Fincham's proposal to decertify the three counties, Maricopa County, Yuma County, and um, Pima County, says, Mr. Fincham's obviously unconstitutional and profoundly unwise proposal will receive all the consideration that it deserves. That's what this pompous loser actually said. Arizona Speaker of the House Rusty Bowers told reporters yesterday that Mark Fincham's resolution to decertify three 2020 Arizona County elections is obviously unconstitutional and profoundly unwise. Bowers has been no fan of election integrity in Arizona or a full forensic audit in Maricopa County, for that matter, which confirmed countless election law violations and hundreds of thousands of illegal and fraudulent ballots. Actually, more than that, because we've added 740,000 to the 700,000 original. That's 1.47 million. So the 2020 election was obviously unconstitutional. We don't even have to argue that because it broke election laws, period. You don't even have to go to the count. You don't even have to break down each ballot. Was the election law followed or not? We talked about this last night. It's a very, very simple argument. And if you put it up against the law, no, it did not follow the law. So it was unconstitutional. That's end of story. But old Rusty Bowers did everything in his power to prevent truth 
from coming to the light, but he can't beat God, and he knows this. Fincham's resolution, co-sponsored by 10 representatives and three senators, is based on the plenary powers granted in the state legislature by the Constitution. Would you like to hear them? Let's read them real quick. Article 1, Section 4, Clause 1 of the United States Constitution empowers state legislatures, including the legislature of the state of Arizona, to prescribe the times, places, and manner of conducting an election and whereas the definition of manner is at the sole discretion of the legislature and and whereas article 2 section 1 clause 2 of the United States constitutional empowers state legislatures including the state of Arizona to direct the manner of appointing electors for president and vice president of the United States and Whereas Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution, I love this thing. I love the Constitution because no matter what, you can break this thing out and smack it in the face of any moron who doesn't understand anything about this country. Whereas Article 4, Section 4 of the United States of the Constitution, known as the Guarantee Clause, guarantees each state a Republican form of government, the foundation of which is self-governance through free and fair elections accurately reflecting the will of the people and i'm not done whereas the 15 counties within the state of arizona conducted an election on november 3rd 2020 for federal offices including selecting electors for president and vice president of the united states and whereas the legislature of the state of arizona has exercised its authority to establish election administration procedures for the state under arizona revived statutes ars title 16 commonly known as the Arizona Election Code, and whereas Title III, Section 2 of the United States Code further empowers state legislatures to appoint electors if the election failed to produce a clear winner of election due to what? What's the word in there? Tampering. Tampering. You watch, the Democrats are going to go change the the, uh, definition of tampering in the dictionary. When Arizona Republicans first called for the decertification of the fraudulent 2020 election in December of 2020, Rusty Bowers claimed the legislature cannot and will not decertify. Cannot and will not decertify. Now, Jeremy Duda from Arizona tweeted this. I have never seen a speaker or Senate president kneecap a bill as aggressively as this. Triple assignments, he asked. Sure, been there, but this is Bowers killing the bill, chopping it up, setting the pieces on fire, and then dragging the ashes and throwing them into the ocean. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have a phone number for you, and I'd love for you to take this down, so I will, uh, I'll wait while people get a pen and a uh, piece of paper. And while you're doing that, if somebody could please put this number in the chat, both on Getter and on Rumble. I would appreciate that as well. Here we go. Rusty Bowers. You can contact Rusty Bowers and demand a decertification of Arizona's Maricopa, Pima, and Yuma counties at 602-926-3128. That's 602-926-3128. Put that all over the chat. And as soon as this show is done, as soon as this show is done, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, 
Light them up, ladies and gentlemen. Light them up. I'm just now looking at the donations that came in for the day, ladies and gentlemen. Patty. Patty put in $500 to replenish the fund that we're sending out today. Um, Vitamist. Vitamist uh, put in $100 for truckers. Marina K put in $250 for truckers. Pattendorf put in uh, $50 for truckers. Arizona wants to put gun safety in the classrooms. $5 donated by Rock and Robbins. Uh, Ray Ray put in fifth. Uh, Ray R A E put in um, fifty dollars wherever God directs you. Another fifty dollars for whomever needs. And Cynthia put in fifty dollars to help replenish the Slurp Fund. You guys are incredible people. You guys know what to do though. Light them up, folks. It's Rhino hunting season. All right, where are we with the show? We got about okay. All right, here we go. I want to highlight something very sad for a minute. This is not a this is not a, a story that's 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 good. It's actually a tragic story about a about a six year old child, but we need to talk about it. We haven't really talked about COVID for a while. We got to talk about it. Here we go. Six year old child has developed myocarditis just two days after receiving the COVID nineteen vaccine. Six year old child from Minnesota was diagnosed with myocarditis just two days after receiving the Pfizer shot, and this was reported first. Initially by Alpha News, Milo Edberg was born with micropremi, a baby who is born weighing less than 750 grams and has battled chronic lung disease his entire life. Carrie, Milo's mother, was reluctant at first of getting her son vaccinated, knowing that only three Minnesota children under the age of 10 have died of the uh, COVID-19 virus since the start of the pandemic. Carrie was convinced by the recommendations of the doctors after being told that the vaccine was safe and harmless. Now, her son has myocarditis, can't walk, and can barely talk following the COVID-19 vaccination. Alpha News also reported that Milo was vaccinated on December 10th and discharged from the hospital hours later. He was gasping for air at home later that evening. She dialed 911 as her son's symptoms progressed. Young Milo was transported back to the Masonic on the 12th, where he was uh, intubated and diagnosed with myocarditis. He remained intubated for a month and a half and still is in the hospital nearly two months later. He can't even sit up on his own. All of this time, the doctors haven't been able to clearly explain Milo's affliction, said his mother. Of course they can't. They don't want to admit that they had anything to do with it. She said they literally have zero answers. Doctors haven't even been able to provide a timeline for when Milo might be able to return home or predict if he will be able to regain any quality of life. Before the vaccine, Carrie said her son was eating on his own, but now he can't even swallow saliva. She said as he gained so many skills last year and was doing so very well. Videos that show, I'm not going to play the videos because I'll cry and I don't want to do that. Videos that show the child walking before he was vaccinated also contrast sharply with images supplied by his mother that show him intubated, laying helpless in the hospital. And I looked at the photos and I just wanted to die. That's why I'm not going to show them to you guys. 
Meanwhile, the doctors at the Masonic won't even bring up the vaccines when talking about Milo's situation. Milo has been has had amazing care at Masonic, but it's weird that they won't bring up the vaccine. They just brush it off every time we bring it up. However, she, however, she was able to file her own VAERS report in late January, and Milo reportedly received a 10 to 15 minute visit from infectious disease specialists who said that they would file a report with the CDC and Pfizer early in his hospital stay. She's heard nothing since. There's not even anything here that we can do to help. There's no, there's no link that we can help. There's no number, no phone number, anything like that. This is the kind of stuff that's happening all over the world and all over the country, ladies and gentlemen, and nobody will talk about it. No doctors will talk about it. No hospitals will talk about it. Nobody will admit they're wrong. You can't sue Pfizer. You can't sue the FDA. You just got to live with it. It breaks my heart. And if you saw those photos, it would break your heart even more. I don't want to do that to you today. Please, ladies and gentlemen, pray for this young boy. I'm sure there's millions of others out there who we can pray for too, but specifically pray for Milo. That God brings restoration and healing back to that young boy and his body. I hope his mother is praying. I hope his mother is saved. It's a sad state of affairs. And I will follow that story up right with this one. Johnson & Johnson has now stopped manufacturing its COVID-19 vaccine. They have stopped production of the COVID-19 vaccine altogether. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why? Could it possibly be because the FDA is working hand-in-hand solely with Pfizer and Pfizer seems to be the one that won the vaccine wars? You don't even hear really anything about Moderna anymore. They made their record profits. Now they're easing up COVID restrictions everywhere. And Johnson & Johnson has released news yesterday that they are going to completely stop production of their COVID-19 vaccine. Makes you wonder why, doesn't it? Now, you would think that I would be happy about that, but I'm not. I am absolutely irate and livid that these guys got their money and now they're running. And I knew it was going to happen. I am so livid that that young boy and many others out there have to deal with this kind of crap because these people did it all for money. Why else would they be stopping the production of their stupid, worthless vaccine? U.S. multinational Johnson & Johnson suspended production of its COVID-19 vaccine amid a massive push by the federal government and health officials to promote getting inoculated. The New York Times reported on Tuesday, citing sources familiar with the situation. Ooh. The pause in production is reportedly temporary. Yeah, right. But the one plant producing the vaccine in Dutch city of Leiden was apparently shifting has apparently shifted its focus to producing a potentially more profitable va- vaccine, profitable vaccine for an unrelated virus. So here's the deal, folks. Pfizer was making all the dough. Moderna and Pfizer were making all the money. Johnson & Johnson was the only one where you'd take one shot. They didn't produce booster upon booster. Pfizer worked with the FDA and the federal government and the WHO and the CDC to work together hand-in-hand to produce more and more and more and more and more and more. And now are slated to bring in 54 million, no, excuse me, excuse me, $54 billion in 2022. 
That's who's raking in the money. That's their golden calf. That is their God. And Johnson and Johnson couldn't compete. So they're going to shift their focus to, quote, producing a potentially more profitable vaccine for an unrelated virus. Wonder what's they got in the pipelines next, folks. God will judge, not us. God will have his day of judgment on all of these losers. We don't have to. I just got the J&J because Moderna, I'm sorry, and she says she feels fine. Yeah, well, Pfizer won the war, didn't they? Pfizer won the vaccine war, it looks like. I want to play a video for you real quick of a far, the far-left teacher's union president. This lady's a piece of work. Like I told you, they're going to try to let up as much as they can, or they're going to try to give the illusion that they're letting up COVID restrictions, and they might at a federal level, but they're going to leave it to their, to their uh, um, evil arms, like the teachers' unions and, and Democrat cities and mayors and all that stuff. They're going to leave it to them to, them to continue to push this crap. This is far-left teachers' union, Randy Wingerton, saying how people feel not actual science should be the driving force of masking up kids in school. Let me repeat that. She's on the record saying how people feel not the science should be the driving force of masking kids in school. It is now shifted from science that was changing every month to what we said in the very beginning, to, well, now we've fear-mongered for so long that people's feelings are actually going to be the driving force. That's what she said, not me. In her own words, here is far-left teachers union boss Randy Wingerton, ladies and gentlemen. Here you go. Issue becomes how do we make sure that the entire community in a school feels safe and welcome? And I don't think that we... There's when you get to COVID, there's no no risk. The real issue becomes how do we make sure that everybody feels safe? So if we don't have a mass mandate in school, we got to make sure that kids and teachers are not stigmatized for wearing masks. And we better do everything we can to make sure the ventilation is working in um, in classrooms so that there's fresh air. And, and that we're doing everything in our power to make sure that this virus is not transmissible. Issue becomes you notice she said, let's, okay, sure shut that down. You that notice that she said um, that we can't basically set you, we can't basically single these kids out that decide to wear masks and we can't, we can't, uh, you know, put them in a bubble where they might get picked on or anything like that. You've already done that to everybody who didn't want to wear a mask. What are you talking about? You can dish out, but you can't take it in. Oh, we don't want to do that. What do you mean? You've already done that to everybody in the world who didn't want to wear a mask. These people are lying, evil, worthless people on this planet. And until they find God, they will continue to be these evil, lying, worthless people. And when I say worthless, I don't mean that they don't have worth in God's eyes. They don't have worth in our society. They have worth in God's eyes. For sure, God created them. They are a creation of Almighty God. But until they accept Almighty God, they are worthless in society because they're doing nothing but driving society backwards or down into the hole of tyranny, tyranny and oppression. So when I say worthless, that's, not, that's what I mean. I'm not talking about spiritually worthless. I'm talking about physically, fleshly worthless in society. They are. 
I'd like to give a big shout out to Trump fan on Rumble who said he just emailed Rusty Bowers and gave him a piece of his mind. God bless you and thank you for that. Now I want to get I want to switch gears here real quick to Canada, okay? We haven't talked about Canada all day, and we're going to get back to talking about that for a second because, ladies and gentlemen, last night it seemed like things were starting to pan out. It seemed like things were starting to work out for the truckers, and it still might be that way. But a lot of Canadians have a, have a lot of skepticism when it comes to trusting their elected officials. Now, last night, we saw all over the place that the second Canadian province has decided to, to just basically drop everything. In Alberta, the premier ended the COVID vaccine passport at midnight last night. Jason Kenney announced the end of his province's COVID uh, vaccine passport system and proof of vaccination to enter bars and restaurants and entertainment uh, venues all would end at midnight. Mask mandates for children in schools ends February 14th, the premier announced. This is the second province outside of Saskatchewan, this is now Alberta, that announced this last night. Quote, it is clear that we passed the peak of our current infections about three weeks ago and now are seeing the result of COVID-related hospital admissions declining. It has always been the government's approach to keep public measures, health measures, in place only so long as they are absolutely necessary to protect the public health and our healthcare system throughout the pandemic. Now, I don't want to talk about much more of that other than the fact that Canadians, the truckers, they don't trust this and they see it as a move just to shut them up and drive them out. And they're not going to follow. They said, no, 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 we're staying here. Until the entire country, not just your province, not just that province, until the entire country loses every restriction that they've ever put on us as it relates to COVID-19, period. We want it permanently gone, not temporarily, not province by province, permanently gone. And the truckers don't see it as a win until that is the case. Listen to their meeting after this message was put out by Jason Kenney yesterday. Oh, look at that. Won't load. Oh, well. Trying to get it to load, and that wouldn't load. Let's see if I can pull it up in another way. Maybe I can pull it up here. Nope, not loading there either. All right, so we're not going to be able to get that video, ladies and gentlemen, but they just said they don't trust it. They don't trust it as far as they can throw it, matter of fact. And I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either after everything they've done to them. Maybe we'll play that video a little bit later tonight. Now, I do want to show you... Check this video out. Look at this. The Amish, ladies and gentlemen. The Amish have come out in support of truckers, and they are now pulling truckers out of ditches. How awesome is that? The Amish, who never seemed to have, let's play that again. The Amish, who never seemed to have a problem with coronavirus. Look at that. Look at them. They never seemed to have a problem with coronavirus. The Amish didn't have infections of high, high infectious rates. I wonder why. Probably because they don't watch TV. Anyway, they came out in full force to start helping truckers out. It's, it's a great thing to see, isn't it? Talk about real horsepower. <laughs> That's real horsepower, ladies and gentlemen. That is real horsepower right there. Gotta love it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know that the uh, before we end the show here, the sale on the Freedom Shirts is now over. The Valentine's sale is, not over, or is now over. So for all those who got your chocolates, I hope you uh, enjoyed them. For all those who got your freedom shirts, I hope you love them and enjoy them. For all those who haven't got them yet, don't worry. They're on their way. 
And we will start another sale next week on some more items, as well as adding a new Armor of God design and a ton of new clothes to the apparel on the online store. I am so happy that we're finally here. Very, very difficult to get away from a third-party company that prints stuff on demand and actually build an inventory. It costs tens of thousands of dollars, but we've been able to do it, and I'm so very excited about that. As well, ladies and gentlemen, we cannot give up on Mike Lindell now. If there are items that you still not have or that you still don't have, all the betting, everything as it relates to sleep is on sale more than it was even at the end of last year by using the promo code LFA. So if you haven't got slippers, if you haven't got any sleepwear, if you haven't got your uh, Giza Dream Sheets, your mattress, your pillow toppers, get them now because they're massively on sale. But if I was you, I would go and look for the 75% overstock stuff. Get the biggest bang for your buck. Go look at the 75% off overstock stuff. That is where you should get all of your savings, okay? Now, I want to end the show with something very funny. Now, I was sent this this morning and last night by multiple people, so probably a lot of people have already seen this. <laughs> it's really funny, and, I love, and I've now followed the guy's page who does these. I think he's great. He really cracks me up. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. Regularly scheduled program to bring you a message from the President of the United States. My fellow Jamaicans, our nation is in crisis. The Decepticon variant Hobo 19 is still killing fat people. Inflation is destroying our fire jars, and now that Ukraine is being sexually raped. That is why I've asked Congress to order a full-scale attack on Joe Rogan. To, uh, not, 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 not Joe Rogan, the, the Russian guy. The, the guy with the shirt. Pootie Tang, man. Bad dude. But we, we, we gotta come together, man. Get this guy. He's got, he's got our cranes. He's got all the cranes. We, we need him for the bigger, better, better, better build back. The build back, better, better, the better, the better, better build back, the better, better build back, better plan, man. You say it three times fast, pal. You say it. <laughs> God, piece of shit. Guy over here. Anyway. Let's start the show. <laughs> I shoot my show alone in Kyle Dunnigan, K-Y-L-E-D-U-N-N-I-G-A-N. His name is Kyle Dunnigan. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, he's all over the place. You got to follow the guy. <laughs> Come on, Bill Pepe, you say it three times, man. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, if you can't laugh, then what do we all have anyway? All right, folks, God bless you. Thank you so very much, folks. Again, if you have not yet and you do find value in the show and you want to be a part of it, you want to be a part owner of this show, then go on and become a monthly donor on JeremyHerald.com. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight, 5 p.m., for more Live from America from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. God bless you guys and have a great day. See you later.